I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's dig into something a little bit different here. Let's dig into the WNBA. <laughs> no, seriously, give me a second. We just There's a lesson in this for all of us, okay? And I have to say something. You're going to think I got soft on my glamping trip over the weekend, but I have to say something. I do, very rarely, but on occasion, I feel bad for a lot of communists out there. And here's why. Most of them, the vast majority of them, aren't evil masterminds. Most of them are very stupid. The ones that aren't stupid, or even some of the ones who are, actually most of the ones that are too, they're all malcontents. Remember, it's just the religion of the malcontent. But part of the reason I feel bad for them is they live in a world of make-believe and they don't know it. Everything they believe, everything they've been taught about life in general is a lie. And that's really, really hard. Think about how difficult it would be if you were born... And your parents taught you lies about everything. How difficult would life be? It, it would be impossible. Hey, you know what's polite? 
Don't say hi to someone. Spit in everyone's face when you meet them. That, that would be difficult. They would make life quite difficult, would it not? I saw this from AP, from the Associated Press. I about fell over and died. The Associated Press traveled last week with the New York Liberty on their road trip from Connecticut to Los Angeles. Sorry, I know you don't know who that is. That's a WNBA team. The New York Liberty is a WNBA team. You know how there's an NBA, a professional basketball? There's also a women's NBA. You didn't know that because no one watches, but there's a women's NBA. Here we go. The Associated Press traveled last week with the New York Liberty on their road trip from Connecticut to Las Vegas. It was two bus rides and two commercial flights. It totaled 13 hours of travel before New York got from their hotel in Connecticut to their hotel in Las Vegas. The WNBA does not allow teams to charter flights unless they're playing the second half of a back-to-back game, where then they're allowed to take the short flight the night of on a charter. And sometimes, you know, as you know, after flights, you're like, damn, I feel like or my back, or, you know, just, just not feeling the way you want to feel before you play a game. Trying to fit their six foot four, six foot five, six foot six frames into Comfort Plus seats was not the most convenient thing for them. I don't think we're asking anything crazy. We want to continue to be our best and realizing that all the prehab and rehab and lifting and stuff that we do for our bodies is just as equally as important as the way that we travel and the ability to kind of stretch our legs and make sure that we're not getting swollen from from flying because that is a thing and um, just continuing to manage it yeah that's got to be hard they want they want chartered planes they want to be able to charter planes no more of these commercial flights no more bus rides oh that does remind me of this famous wnba clip and at the top of the second half, it's 16 to 9. Easton leads the scoring with four. And that's why she commands $7,000 a year. These gals sure do make it look difficult. But is having this minor skill worth being so unattractive? That's for the fan to decide. Yay! <laughs> Family guy quit. All right, anyway. The WNBA players want chartered planes. This is why it's so important. That, look, this is about all of us. This is not about WNBA this is why it's so important to teach your kids about life and teach your kids the uncomfortable truths about lie about life. That way your children will never grow up and get blindsided by the real world. Nobody watches the WNBA. The attendance at the games is embarrassing. The, every team, all of them, they lose millions of dollars a year. The WNBA even only exists based on charity revenue they basically steal from the NBA. Did you know that? Do you know why the WNBA loses money? Because no one wants to watch women play basketball. You know want to know why nobody wants to watch women play basketball? Because visually, it's awful. I want to watch basketball, and I want to see people who can jump from half court and dunk the ball. I want to see people who do amazing things I could never dream of. I don't watch basketball to see your fundamentals and the great pass for the layup, and neither does anybody else. We watch athletics so we can see athletic achievement that wows us. The WNBA is boring because it's women playing it. And women playing sports is boring. Unless it's gymnastics or something like that. But we're not going into the details of any of that right now. So therefore, 
that nobody watches the WNBA. Because nobody watches the WNBA, the WNBA doesn't make any money. And because the WNBA doesn't make any money, the WNBA is not going to get chartered planes any kind, anytime soon. And it doesn't matter how swollen your bodies are. It doesn't matter that you can't play as well. It doesn't matter that you feel like you deserve it. It doesn't matter that you're really, really, really tired. You don't bring any value. Therefore, you get the basics and you should be extremely grateful that there's anybody out there dumb enough to actually pay you to play basketball. I feel better. I had to get that. No, I feel so much better. <clears throat> I had to get that off my chest. I just feel better. Remember something, kids. It doesn't matter what your idiot sociology professor teaches you, what your namby-pamby guidance counselor in school teaches you. You need to bring value to your employer and your pay will not have anything to do with how you see yourself, how tired you are, if your knees get sore. It will have nothing to do with that. I know that's hard and I know that's unfair. If you do an, if you do an important job, that won't have anything to do with your pay. Your pay, it will reflect the value you bring to your employer. Period. End of story. This is why it's important to have uncomfortable conversations with your kids. I want, I want, I want you to listen to this again. I want you to listen to this player when they get to her. And I genuinely, this is what I was saying at the beginning. I really do feel bad because I don't think anybody ever sat this young lady down when she was busting her butt and practicing hard at basketball. And I'm sure she had to practice really hard and worked hard. And I'm sure she got a scholarship and all these other things. I don't think anybody ever sat her down and explained to her, there's not a big professional market for this. And if you happen to make it, it's not going to be a life of luxury. No one ever told her that. So she gets there and finds herself on a Southwest flight next to you and me, and she's just stunned because her knees hurt. The Associated Press traveled last week with the New York Liberty on their road trip from Connecticut to Las Vegas. It was two bus rides and two commercial flights. It totaled 13 hours of travel before New York got from their hotel in Connecticut to their hotel in Las Vegas. The WNBA does not allow teams to charter flights unless they're playing the second half of a back-to-back -back game where then they're allowed to take the short flight the night of on a charter. And sometimes, you know, as you know, after flights, you're like, damn, I feel like or my back or, you know, just, just not feeling the way you want to feel before you play a game. Trying to fit their 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", frames into... Nobody ever told her that... It doesn't matter how hard her back, how bad her back hurts, how hard she works. Nobody ever told her that. It doesn't. Your pay will reflect the value you bring to your employer. Period. End of story. Now let's go back and talk about something we were talking about earlier about America separating into different places because people are flocking to places like Tennessee. North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, they're flocking to these places. They're abandoning the blue places. And what that's doing is it's already creating a national divorce. They're bringing their money with them. They're bringing their businesses with them. They're bringing their values with them. They're turning red places redder, and that's leaving the blue places even bluer than they were before. 
it's causing a serious separation. And it's causing what a lot of people are lamenting right now, a polarization. There's a headline in the AP today. In a polarized U.S., how to define a patriot increasingly depends on who's being asked. Well, that's a lie, of course. That's something that people lie about all the time. Remember we talked about, we've talked about this before. We talked about how the communist builds fences around you builds word fences around you to make sure slowly but surely the fence is closing in around you on the words you're not allowed to say on the what what he's really worried about are the truths on the truths you're never allowed to voice i'm going to voice a very difficult to hear truth but i don't care it has to be said it has to be shouted why is it why is it we have different views of what patriotism is in america let's have a talk about that next before we talk about that Let's talk about these blue areas. These blue areas are very sadly full of abortion clinics now. As the red states are banning it, the business, because that's what, it's, that's what it is, it's a ghoulish business, is picking up in the blue states. Baby murder doesn't stop. This is why I'm such an advocate for preborn, because that's where they go into the lion's den, into the highest abortion areas. That's where preborn sets up its pro-life clinics. That's where they're in there telling women, hey, come on, hey, get a free ultrasound. Just come come listen to the heartbeat. That's all I'm asking. Preborn is doing that. That's where your $28 goes. It buys that woman an ultrasound. All I'm asking is you to buy one ultrasound. That's it. She's going to hear that heartbeat. She's going to choose life because they do so almost every time. Go to preborn.com slash jesse and help her choose life. Preborn.com slash jesse. All right? Sponsored by Preborn. We'll be back. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Just one more word on the separating thing here before I get back to the Patriot. You know what? No, I'll get... get, we're going to deal with the patriotism thing first. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Patriotism. In a polarized U.S., how to define patriot increasingly depends on who's being asked. That's a lie. Let's deal with something the communist loves to use. A fence, a fence he's built around you you may not know about. You may have even used this phrase before. Have you ever used this phrase extremists on both sides you ever said that you don't have to tell me just be honest with yourself all these extremes on both sides you know that's communist language he put on you intentionally right there is no right-wing extremism in america that's in any power whatsoever nobody in any cultural institution comes close to representing my views i don't know about you nobody comes close to it There's nothing but different shades of leftism in this country in various forms of power. There's no right. Well, these left-wing extremists and right-wing, there's just extremists on both sides. The communist loves to do that because he knows he's the aggressor and he's the one taking power and holding power and using power. But if he can get that fence around you, and he can get you to try to sound like the reasonable person. Well, yes, I mean, I, extremes on both sides. If he can get you to say that, 
he's already weakened your defenses against him. But there is no both sides. Half the country loves the country, and half the country despises it and is trying to destroy it. And it's really that simple. I saw over the weekend some woman was, she was in New York, and she was flying an American flag because it was Independence Day out of her car and got shouted at a bunch. And she was, I forget her exact wording, she was lamenting. She said, when did the American flag become political? That's what she said. When did it become political? Well, Democrats hate America. That's when it became political. Democrats hate the United States of America. Half the country hates the country. If you hate the country, then an American flag would be political to you because it represents a country that you despise. But we have such a hard time simply speaking that plain truth. I've told you this before. I'll tell you again. Anyone who's ever knocked on doors for a campaign of any kind will tell you this. If a flag is flying, an American flag is flying, that is not a house where Democrats are. It's not a Democrat house. Why is that? Because Democrats hate America. And they would never have a symbol of the country they hate flying in front of their home. But we don't want to speak in plain truths like this. In a polarized U.S., how to define a patriot depends on who's being asked. It's not difficult to define who's a patriot. It's not difficult to define patriotism. What they're doing is they're building fences around you, and they want to be able to declare that no matter what they say, no matter how much they dump on the place, America's evil, America's racist, America's sexist, America was built by slaves. I mean, they want to be able to say, well, I mean, that's, that's patriotism too. It's just a different kind of patriotism, guys. Because the hostile insurgency that's currently burning down the country doesn't want Normie Norm to wake up and realize there's a hostile insurgency burning down the country. So instead they do, well, I mean, look, patriot, patriot. I mean, we're all patriots, right? We, they, they, you know what else they do? Maybe you've used this yourself, too. You know the one we just did where, well, extremists on both sides. This is what they do, too. And I've seen many normie norms use this exact language. People you consider to be on your side. Maybe you've done it. Have you, have you ever seen or heard this or said this? Well, in the end, we all kind of want the same thing. How many times have you heard someone say that, Chris? I've actually had arguments with political friends of mine who have said that to me privately. We've been out and about, and they'll say, well, I mean, yeah, it's crazy, but we, in the end, we all want the same thing. That's a communist tactic. That's communist language. It's completely untrue, not even close to being true at all. We do not want the same thing. I want my country to be strong. And vibrant. I want my country to be free. I want the government to be small. I want the people to be prosperous. I want the border closed. I want abortion stopped. I want, guess what I want? I know this is going to sound completely crazy. I want the government to spend less than it takes in. <laughs> I, know that, I know that's nuts. I know that's crazy. So don't you dare ever come to me and tell me, that, quote, we all want the same things when I'm dealing with people who want the border open. They want babies murdered right up until death. 
They want trillion-dollar bill. Right up until birth, I'm sorry. They want trillion-dollar bill after trillion-dollar bill after trillion-dollar bill passed with no regard whatsoever to the future. These people want to destroy the energy sector. These people want every child gay so they'll be future Democrats. Don't tell me we all want the same things. That's another communist tactic the communist loves to use on Normie Norm. Oh, he loves it because he knows you'll be in a party with your liberal Aunt Peggy and she'll start going off and you'll try to do what? Instead of being an aggressive anti-communist and fighting back with truth, you'll try to ease tensions and get along. Well, okay, I don't necessarily agree with that, but hey, we both want the same thing. No, we don't. Absolutely false. We do not want the same thing. You are evil. I am not. That's the discussion with liberal Aunt Peggy, period. What you want is despicable. What I want is good. You're gross. All right? Look, if she storms out, pick up your phone, call her, and then continue the conversation. You can rest easy that you're calling your commie Aunt Peggy on a pure talk phone with a company that loves this country. You'll have great service, so the call won't be cut off. If eventually the line goes dead, it's because Aunt Peggy hung up on you. Because Pure Talk has the same great 5G network as one of the big guys, so you won't lose any coverage there. And maybe before she hangs up, maybe you can remind liberal Aunt Peggy that she's paying double what you're paying because she's with Verizon, the communist company, and you're with Pure Talk, and your bill got cut in half. My bill got cut in half when I switched my family over to Pure Talk. So there, that's a conversation you can have with her. And then... When you're hanging up the phone, you can say, hey, dial pound 250 and say, Jesse Kelly, if you want to save money too, Peggy. P- Peggy, are you still there? Peggy? Dial pound 250 right now from your cell phone and switch to Pure Talk, all right? Pound 250, say, Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly returns next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I didn't break the law near enough yesterday, and I'm mad about myself. I'm mad at myself. What, Chris? Hear me out. You know, hear me out. Obviously, yesterday was Independence Day. Today we go hard with in my area hard there's patriotism everywhere i went out today for a, a long walk not to brag but i was working out went out today for a long walk it looked like a war zone out there with all the firework debris everywhere it was terrible it's normally a very clean area anyway so most of you know the story or at least the longtime listeners will know the story of a couple years ago in my neighborhood firewalks are banned in my town they're banned here well it's a town of all Republicans. Everyone blows off fireworks. Everybody all the time. I got my neighbor, you'll remember this, I got him a ticket a couple years ago. We were both out in front, me, the wife, the kids, all the families were out in front in the streets. And we were all occasionally running out and setting off fireworks. And I don't mean firecrackers, fireworks, but little mini fireworks. Kind of they're just the one little pew, that kind of thing. We knew, we had heard that the cops were on the prowl for people setting off fireworks. We knew that they were around. We did not get word that they were actually in the neighborhood already. I tend to get excited. You already know that I have impulse control problems. So shut up, Chris. So I got excited and I got one of the, one of the bigger ones, one of the bigger ones that is not a single. If I remember right, it was a six pack, one of the, so they're going off everywhere. I run right out to the middle of the street where everyone else was setting theirs off. I fire up the fuse and boom, it looks, oh, it looks like artillery going off, firing up in the air everywhere. It's still daylight, I need to point out. And right as this thing's going off in the middle of the road, a cop rounds the corner and starts driving right towards our area. I saw the cop before my neighbor did. I did the right thing, and I grabbed the kids, and we ducked inside to hide from the police. My neighbor did not see him in time. He, the cop, drives right up to my neighbor, boom, gives him a ticket because my neighbor had a firework in his hand, so we thought it was all him. Now, that's what happened. So that's how adamant the cops are in our area about no fireworks. Well, 
I'm so embarrassed. I'm just, I'm ashamed with myself. I don't even want to tell you what I did. I'll get back to the politics stuff in a few. Yesterday, I wake up from a little nap and I decide I got to go buy something for the boys to set off last night. They need something. But I remembered how bad the cops were and how much they were cracking down. So I thought to myself, look, this year, take it easy. Just get some basic stupid sparklers and get get a couple firecrackers, some little black cats, some M150s, just a couple little black what shut up, Chris. A couple little 150s. A couple little 150s to set off in the backyard. Maybe a couple of the little car things. It, it's it, let's just do some basics. So I go, I only get a few firecrackers so the boys can do something. We go to the backyard yesterday evening. The boys start setting off their firecrackers and we're setting off the black cats and I'm teaching the boys how much fun it is to blow stuff up and we're having good family fun. All of a sudden, my neighbors unleash the fury. I don't know whether the cops put out a memo that they're not patrolling this year or not, but my area, it was as loud and bright as I have ever seen everyone's yard in the street I don't mean firecrackers, fireworks going off high in the sky. Everyone was, except us. I wussed out. And so now I know what's going to happen. Now I'm off rhythm. Next year, I'm going all in. I'm going all in. I'm getting one of the big packs. I'm going all in. And that'll be the year the cops will come back and I'll get busted. And by the time I come back to you after Independence Day next year on the show, I'll be a criminal. I'll have a ticket. I know I'm going to have a ticket. I know it's coming, but I can't be the one guy who didn't do fireworks correctly. So I know that's coming. I know it's coming. All right. Back to some things. In fact, let me get to some emails. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Do remember, though, that there's not going to be a coexisting with people like this. This is Soros DA, Larry Krasner. But it is time for this legislature and, frankly, legislators across the country to swear off their addiction to NRA money and to swear off their addiction to this gun fetish that is really only shared by a moderate quantity of the U.S. population. Most Americans want reasonable gun regulation, just like they want reasonable car regulation, and they accept reasonable car regulation. Uh, It's time for people who are running for office is to swear off NRA money, to swear off gun lobby money, to swear off this absurd interpretation of the Second Amendment that has been put out there by militias, much of it untrue. Uh, And frankly, it's time for the Supreme Court to cut it out. This should not be a country of guns. It should be a country of people, living people. Yeah, they're coming for your guns. And it's not because they care about crime. It's because they want to hurt you. Just remember that. They want to hurt you. All right, some emails. Dear Gastronomic Guru, when I was young, more decades ago than I care to admit, I somehow came up with the idea of a grilled cheese sandwich with sliced grilled onions. I prepared it and was hooked. Later, I refined the recipe, discovering that I like it even better if the onions are not merely grilled but caramelized. Delicious. I came up with that idea independently, although I don't claim I'm the only one who ever did so. Have you ever tried this? If so, what's your opinion of it? If you've not tried it, do so and tell us what you think. His name is John. 
I'll do you one better, and I'm not trying to Tommy Topper you, John, but I'll do you one better. I want you to go look up this recipe. I don't know how to make this because the wife makes it. You know what French, you know French onion soup, right? Chris, Michael, you guys know French onion soup. The wife makes French onion grilled cheese sandwiches. They're the most delicious, spectacular thing you have ever eaten in your entire life. French onion grilled cheese sandwiches. Read it, remember it, pull it off. Dear World Slayer or Word Slayer. I believe I remember you saying you don't listen to other talk radio shows. Pause. Yes, I do not listen to other talk radio shows. Not because there aren't other talented people are out there. Of course there are. I don't listen to other radio shows. I don't even watch really TV networks of any kind. Because I Does this show sound like other shows? Or does it sound different? I want it to stay sounding different. I don't want to accidentally even mimic what I'm hearing. I want to read the news watch the news or watch the stories and interpret them in my own way. Anyway, guy says, then maybe you don't realize the fact that your good friend, Clay Travis needs an intervention. Literally. Thanks to you. Every time I hear someone use that word, it's like nails on a chalkboard and Clay uses it all the time. I think it's time you had a talk with him. Maybe over some $75 tequila shots. <laughs> I'm almost done reading your book, which I purchased at jessekellybook.com. And my 14-year-old son is awaiting his turn. If you could please give a shout-out to him. He listens with me. He's part of the next generation of anti-communists. His name is Louie. That's a sweet name, by the way. Shout-out to Louie, one. Clay, be looking for a text message, Clay. Apparently, this has been brought to my attention that you are using a word that must be stopped. I am going to stop this. I'm going to stop Clay Travis in his tracks. That's what he gets for making fun of me. For my hair loss, which is, I admit is bad. I've, I've had to trim it down even more. Oh, speaking of the book. Hey, if you've already read your book, I want you to do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind. I want you to give it to your state representative or your state senator. It's really important for state representatives and state senators to get these, the, to read this book or give it to your pastor. People read books when you give it to them. So if you've already read it, pass it along. I'm not asking you to buy another one. Obviously, if you can do that, go ahead. But I know money doesn't grow on trees. If you've already read it, please give it to your state rep or your pastor. Or just flat out buy them one if you don't want to give up yours. But that it's something that's important. It is. All right? It's, it's important, just like your feet are important. You see, the things that go on your feet matter. Your socks actually matter a lot. The shoes you wear all day matter. But here's the thing. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to convince people of that. They know. They know, well, I gotta have good shoes. Except for when they get home. When they get home, people walk around the house barefoot all the time. Or they'll walk around in flip flops. Who would walk around in flip flops? Get some all season slippers from my pillow because it's a four layer design. It's like wearing a real shoe with real support. You don't get it for any other reason than to protect your body. Your feet, your knees, your hips, your back. They're normally $149.98. Right now, closeout sale. 25 bucks for all season slippers. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square and use the promo code Jesse. Mypillow.com promo code Jesse. All right? We'll be back. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! 
The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We'll get to the Supreme Court and what's happening in the military, and we'll get to uh, pronouns and things like that still. But I want, I'm going to play something for you. And I want you to listen to it. This is a pastor in one of these communist black churches. There are many black churches that are normal. There are many black churches in this country that are communist. They're communist recruiting camps. They have been for a long time. I want you to listen to this guy. And while you listen to this guy, I don't want you to get mad. I don't want you to get mad at him, actually. Just pause for a second. Let me clarify. I want you to ask yourself, be honest with yourself, is your pastor bold enough to speak like this in the opposite way? Because this pastor, this pastor understands that seated before him is an army. An army that, with their vote, will help decide the direction of this culture. And this pastor wants to destroy this culture because he's a communist. Hopefully you want to save it. So rather than get mad at this pastor, just know that there's an army of black pastors at these communist black churches recruiting new communists every single Sunday to their cause. As you listen to this black pastor, ask yourself, would your pastor ever speak this boldly about issues? It is our opportunity to remind America of one simple thing. You can't take affirmative action back. You didn't give it to us in the first place. The reason we had it is because we had some parents and some grandparents who fought, who sweat, who bled, who marched, who cried, and who died, and they fought to get it. And who can wave your hand with me? If we fought to get it, we will not stop fighting until we get it back. That was him going off about affirmative action. About affirmative action getting axed. No more. Would your pastor speak that way? You know what? Let me ask you something even harder. Because the answer to this question is going to be no for all of us, myself included. I'm not pointing fingers. Would your pastor speak the opposite way about affirmative action? Affirmative action is awful. It's evil. It's race-based discrimination. It's horrible. Is your pastor bold enough to get up in front of the congregation and say, actually, nobody should get special favors because of their skin color. That's ridiculous. Is your pastor bold enough to speak in that way? Black pastors do this. The black communist pastors do this. They understand that they'll be given a pass because they're, like I said, they're communist recruitment grounds for our communist government. The white evangelical churches out there, I say white, but they're all different colors, all kinds of black people in the big evangelical churches, the other churches in the country. They're going to get eaten alive because they won't be bold and they won't speak this way. The other side understands that an army is being built that will change the culture. One side understands it. The other side doesn't. That's why one side's winning and the other side isn't. All right. Speaking of diversity hires, affirmative action, Joy Ann Reed is a television host. And it's not exactly breaking news that Joy Ann Reed is a moron. But the hilarious irony of Joy Ann Reed going on TV and saying this, it's... It's just too perfect. Well, let, let me just be clear. I got into Harvard only because of affirmative action. Joanne Reed is so stupid 
that she doesn't realize admitting that she only got into Harvard because of the color of her skin means that she's stupid. She doesn't understand that at all. And here's the honest truth about it. There are a lot of people in this country, a lot of people. Well, look, that pastor's a great example. Joanne Reed's a great example. There are a lot of people who have greatly enjoyed free handouts and they've greatly enjoyed getting access to things they didn't deserve access to solely for the color of their skin. They want that to continue without end. And that's why they're mad about affirmative action being struck down at the university system. That's why they're mad about it. There are a lot of people who have grown to love the freebies and love the special treatment. And they can't ever come out and say that. They all have to act oppressed in some way. But the truth is they know they're not. They want the freebies. And that's the truth. That's the truth. You know what else is true? I'm still going to keep calling it coolant in my car. This guy got mad at me. Jesse, you're literally going to give me an aneurysm. It's refrigerant, you hick. If you weren't so darn handsome, you'd still be selling RVs. His name is Mike. That's not nice, Mike. One. Two. We always said coolant. That's what we always said. Now, I admit that I'm white trash, but we always said coolant. And for your information, I had some coolant removed from the vehicle and the vehicle's fine. Now, that ended up being very, very, very expensive. Do not ever overcharge your vehicle's AC system. It's too, it's, Chris said it's a lesson. It's a $250 lesson, buddy. $250 I had to drop at the place to suck the coolant, coolant out of my vehicle. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is I'm going to create an alternate revenue stream. Are you? What are you doing for that, by the way? When I talk to you about done-for-you real estate, you know, how they find you properties in the best markets and they vet them, they get the financing, they, they, get, they take care of the insurance, they even handle the closing, the rental process. I talk to you about these guys and how they come alongside you and do all this stuff for you. They do this stuff with you and for you. But what I'm trying to get across is this. Houses are things you can touch and feel. And I'm trying to get this across. If a normal, that a normal person can do this. I'm not speaking to millionaires. Hey, buy an extra home. I'm well aware that you probably can't afford an extra home right now. You need to talk to them and find out how to go from one house to two, to four, to six, to 10 rental homes one day with a steady income stream that will allow you to walk away from your job or retire. That's what normal people are doing with done for you real estate. You want to, you want to find out what I'm talking about? Go to doneforyoujesse.com and find out what I'm talking about. Build an alternate revenue stream, a retirement for yourself. Doneforyoujesse.com. These are my people. I love these people, man. Good people. Good. All right. Now, it's time to have an uncomfortable conversation about the workplace. We are going to have a... This is going to... It's going to be a hard transition for normal people. And frankly, it's even going to be a hard transition for you and me. As we transi transition from being more traditional, probably conservatives, that's probably what you call yourself, conservatives, to being anti-communist. 
or maybe you consider yourself a libertarian or something like that. It's going to be a difficult transition to go from that into being an anti-communist because there are some things that have to be done differently. We have to conduct ourselves in different ways, in different situations. Uh, one of the great examples I use all the time is your liberal Aunt Peggy being loud at a party. You used to walk away, roll your eyes, avoid confrontation. Can't do that anymore. Time to make her walk away. There's another way we have to do this. It's going to make you squirm a little bit, but it's necessary. We'll talk about it in a second. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.